How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the Complete Bad Podcast. I'm Kingwell, and I'm joined today by my illustrious colleague, Joshua Laycock, and one of our Complete Dad members, Mitesh Ketri. Mitesh, how's it going? Very well, Tom and Joshua. A pleasure to be here, uh, part of the podcast. And uh, yeah, really excited to have a chat with you guys. We have a rule here at the Complete Dad that you can't come on the podcast if you have the same accent as someone else already on the podcast. So we're gonna keep, we're gonna keep stacking it up. That's man, it's so good to have you here. Um, so good to have you here. Why don't you, uh, you know, so so Matesh is is in our Complete Dad network and he's crushing it. And Tom and Matesh were chatting ahead of the call. Uh, we just finished up our weekly call and decided, hey, why don't we get why don't we get someone else on the on the podcast? Because I'm sure everyone is bored as hell listening to just tom and i banter back and forth um why don't you just you know to the extent you're comfortable man introduce yourself a little bit and um tell us how you got from there to here in a in a couple seconds that's not too daunting of a task i hope yeah sure uh joshua well hopefully you can stand my aussie accent i know we got we seem to be uh recruiting people on the group from all parts of the continent or parts of the the world um but yeah look i i joined this group a couple of months ago actually and and been listening to tom for probably a couple of years um actually and and a number of different podcasts and you know um i'm, I'm a guy with um two young kids a, a two-year-old and a um, and a three-year-old, um, a boy who's older and a girl who's younger and, and are quite close together and has been quite a difficult, I guess, time for myself and my wife with two little kids when they're so close together as well and they both, you know, need you. Um, so I think um, I was doing really well with my career and, um, you know, a pretty good relationship with my wife um, and, I think the kids just threw a spanner in the works and I felt like, um, you know, life had really changed and it does for everyone, um, you know, and everyone deals with it differently. Um, you know, it's the most beautiful thing in the world and at the same time you uh, are thrown into chaos and you're in, particularly with your first one, uh, you just don't know what you're doing. And, and you know, what if you make one move left or should you go right or, you know, are you actually on this right path and what's the right thing to do? Because, you know, who do you listen to? So um, I, I was always very career focused and when family came along, um, really wanted to, you know, be the best dad I could be. And I think I found Tom's podcast and, um, you know, obviously read books and listened to various other audio things and um, realised that I, I needed to work on that area like anything, whether it's your career or your fitness or your health or any relationship that you want to have this is a new relationship being a dad and I want to be the best dad I can be so you know what can I do about that so that's me I recently moved from Sydney Australia to Melbourne I've always been a Sydney person and um, now getting used to this uh, or trying to get used to this very cold weather down in Melbourne. So how does being part of the group like how is that kind of enhanced that vision or that idea that you have of being the best dad because obviously it looks a lot different to everybody and we talk about that quite regularly that what mm. looks the best to you might not look the best to me but but being part of the group how does that help you to to reach those goals sure. and attain that vision a bit more effectively yeah I, I think what i realized quickly joining the group that you know my vision and goals and strategy or, or sort of what you know approach was very career orientated and I didn't really have a vision value and, and a vision for my home. Um, and, and, you know, my wife and I sort of 
have 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 sort of dabbled at that but um you know that's together but individually i hadn't spent a lot of time on that um for myself and what i wanted um and obviously there's an element of you know um, my wife and i and, and our relationship and and then uh and obviously your kids as well and, and thinking from that perspective but um i think it really prompted me to think about what i really wanted you know that sort of we, we, we sort of do it in our careers and we sort of, you know, you look at a business plan and it has the vision, the values, the strategy, and that drives the culture and that drives performance and so forth. But we sort of don't put that focus on our own lives, our personal lives. So I think it, it created a avenue for me to engage with a group of guys. And um, I have to say a lot of my friends, I don't necessarily have very deep conversations or if we do, it doesn't get into the nitty gritty. Um, and I think this um, group allowed an avenue um, for you know, getting to know a group of a great group of guys around the world who's sort of listening and, and having you know their own sort of challenges, some similar, some quite different, um, and allowing a sort of channel to voice you know things that are going well, but also things that aren't going so well, and you you, you just want some feedback and, and and thoughts and guidance in very much an objective way because obviously your friends can sort of, uh, you know, tell you what you want to hear often uh, as well. So I think, um, you know, it was very refreshing for me and really allowed me to get that anchor around what the vision, the values were, you know, what was important to me and what do I want the future to look like and, and constantly sort of working on that now in the group. What was that thing that, that decided for you to jump in because i mean i can appreciate the same thing i remember looking back on my life like it was career 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 and like i'd allowed my relationship with my wife to atrophy i wasn't being a very present father i mean i bought all the gear right and i had all the the physical trappings of being a father but i just mm. wasn't there and i know for me and i've talked about it at nauseum like what that thing was that pushed me into it but i think it's different for everybody else you talk about the depth of conversations what what was it that you were like, hey, this thing has happened or this feeling has occurred? Maybe I should sure. look at a group. Like, what was that process? Maybe for people who aren't familiar with that or who go like, why the hell would anyone need this? Honestly, I think it came from um, uh, from a work sort of aspect. Um, you know, I think from my career perspective, I've always been very numbers focused, very um, sort of your typical manager and, and, and maybe didn't have the emotional IQ. And, and as I started to do an MBA over the last couple of years, I realized that, you know what, I'm technically very strong and conceptually very strong when it comes to business and work and my career, but actually emotionally, I'm not very strong. And, and why is that? And how am I actually at home? Am I actually better emotionally than I am at work in terms of showing that empathy, showing that self-awareness um, and, 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 you know, how do I improve on this and, and work at it? Because what I started to learn was, you know, you, you sort of can't l teach these things overnight. And I think one of the things we talked about in the group and, I, you know, when you sort of start digging really into, you know, why, why, and I, why don't I express my emotions as much as I maybe should um, and show that empathy? You know, a lot of it sort of relates back to childhood childhood right and, and the environment you sort of grew up in and I start to realize coming from an Indian um, background and, and that sort of cultural um, element that comes with you know an Indian background if you've ever seen any sort of Bollywood or Indian movies you rarely until recently maybe going to see the male lead and the female lead ever kiss and show any emotion 
right? Well, they'll show emotion, but they'll never sort of connect physically. And I think my parents, uh, much like many Indian parents, never sort of showed that emotion around us as kids. And you sort of, you learn, right, as a, as a little kid in terms of what is normal um, in that sort of household you, you grow up with. So emotion and showing emotion and letting my feelings out um, wasn't something I grew up with and, and, and isn't really a manly thing to do, right? We're all sort of taught to be macho men and, um, well, there's elements of... Um, Positivity from that as well. I think there's you should have you got to show your feminine side as well. Of, um, that sort of sensitive element. And so I realised that actually I I don't feel really comfortable doing this with my mates. Um, well, you know we just don't get to that level of conversation. Um, and and something I heard at work was, you know, whenever you're anxious about something and something's on your mind, then put it down on paper. So you know, this sort of quote that one of my mentors said was, "Fear has no place on paper." So once you get it down out of your head onto paper, that's, you know, one expression. But obviously another way is to speak about something um, that's on your mind. And honestly, I probably came to the complete dad page probably three times to the cart to, to put it in and then pay for the money. And I thought, well, no, do I really need something like this or can I just do it myself? And I think the third time I clicked subscribe and, and I joined, um, but I think there was still some doubts sort of going, you know, do I really need this? And, um, I, I felt like I did and I felt like I didn't have an avenue, avenue to really express those sort of emotions and whether they're sort of positive or negative, um, uh, having some sort of structure and, and, and method to do that. I felt like, you know, the program looked enticing. It was the right time for me to refocus on what that sort of vision looked like. Mm. It's it's good to hear about the enticing nature of the program, which will be more enticing next month. Actually, when we reduce when we when we um, uh, what's the word release the new version of the Foundation Builders course. But I think the thing for me that I that I appreciate is that there's a lot of obviously groups out there, right, that have their own kind of thing that they are peddling or whatever they're trying to sell. Um, for me, the balance between what you talked about, that emotional work, that being vulnerable, that getting connected with our childhood selves, that doing that kind of deep work, but then also obviously maintaining um, those things that do make us men, those things that are good about being a man. How have you found that kind of balance in the group in, in dealing with those things? So, so we were even talking on the call today about physical health and how much that plays a role and how mm. you show up in the family. And then some of the calls that we've had, we've had guys opening up about their deepest, darkest things and realizing that they've got to get mm -hmm. rid of that obsolete programming, those negative thoughts about themselves and, and kind of the marriage of that. Because that's the thing that I and Joshua really work hard on. We don't want this to be, hence the name, The Complete Dad. We don't want this to be mm. a thing where it's like, okay, it's all about just being a man and hitting it and going hard. And we also don't want it to be this, mm -hmm. this cry room where guys just come to cry and like just release all their feelings all the time. And it's okay to be, it's okay to feel bad and it's okay to eat and it's okay to just like let yourself sit. Cause some people do go that way. So how have you found the balance between those two things? Look, I think really refreshing. I think in, as um, society and most men, um, find that, you know, the masculine um, um, alpha sort of male is the sort of typical character, I guess. We, we look at sort of men's health magazines and what we see in the movies and um, what's shown to us on the TV screens. I think, you know, it's it's easy and I'm not the fittest guy and, you know, I'm definitely someone who could be a lot fitter and healthier. Um, it, it's, it's something we're sort of told that and... Um, that, 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 you know, that's what you need to be like. And that, that's the expression of being a man. And I think um, it's really refreshing to see 
uh, and talk to a group of guys where, yes, we talk about those things and, you know, having um, a great uh, exercise regime and, and, you know, being fit and healthy and strong um, for your family, for yourself, um, uh, physically attractive for your wife and so forth. But also having the tenderness and, and the sensitivity to open up and, and talk about your emotions and not let it, let them bottle up, right? Because generally, if they're bottling up, you're going to find a way to get rid of that stress and pain. And what do we generally go to? You know, it's our vices, whether it's technology, whether it's alcohol, whether it's gambling or pornography or, or whatever it is. Um, we're finding an avenue to let that emotion out. Um, and I think that sensitive nature, it's almost like we're not allowing ourselves to, to, to express that. And I think the group makes a very, you know, um, welcoming, welcoming and, and, you know, just relaxed to, to talk about these things. Everyone's sort of opening up. Um, and, and it's, yeah, definitely not a group where we're just talking about, you know, sensitive emotions all the time. I think where there's, there's, there's the right balance, I think. And when you, don't talk about your emotions and you sort of bottle up. I think I think you tend to think it's it's a weakness to let those things out. You know, you should bottle it up, and you don't want to show that level of weakness because it's not accepted by your friends, your society, and, and you know you need to be that macho alpha male. Uh, when actually in reality, you, you need to be more balanced and really be truthful and authentic to yourself, um, and 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 find an avenue that can do that for yourself. You know, you can have the masculine energy come out, but you can also have the sensitive feminine energy that we all have as well and allow that out as well. I remember the first time <clears throat> I remember the first time I shared something in a group that was, you know, was deeply private to me and I was scared shitless. Like I was just terrified of like kind of like you hovering over the by. I was like should I should I should I say this? Uh, uh, no, what is this it? Like are they going to throw me out of this group all of a sudden and you know and it wasn't this you know you say something and they're like oh yeah no me too. I hate that. And and everyone kind of takes this big sigh of relief and you have this really kind of cool constructive conversation about that and and then it almost just becomes well I mean it is it's cathartic, right? It's just getting those little things out. And then I think particularly like we've got guys in the group that are like crazy fit and have maybe some challenges on the softer side. And we have some guys that maybe are kind of like dialed in on the softer stuff, but need to get their butts in gear. And I think they're all, they all work in harmony. And I don't know about you, but I found like the more I do the mental work, the more I do the introspection, the more I share and I have these conversations, then it just becomes just that much easier to get up and work out or to maybe say no thank you to a second helping of food and those sorts of things. And this, this sort of, symbiotic kind of relationship between all of it, because I think you're yeah. right. I mean, Tom and I have talked about this and I'm, I'm just kind of frustrated and angry about this really one dimensional view of masculinity, which is like, you need to be hard and you need to be tough and don't talk about these things. And this is the way you've got to be. And if you aren't like that, you're a failure. And that's scary, right? Cause then of course the failure and the shame gets internalized and then, that rot becomes even deeper. And it's just like, where's the blow off valve? Where are you supposed to have this? Like, where are you supposed to let this out? And um, it means a lot that you say that because this is what we're, what is obviously it's, it's foundational to Tom and I in terms of how we build this, which is, which is fantastic. I'm curious though, as you've gone through this journey and, and like, you've done a lot of work before you joined us. And that's the important thing, right? Is like, you don't have, I mean, maybe you are, maybe you're down and out. Maybe you are bouncing off the bottom and, 
this is a great place to come and talk to people, but there is this sort of misconception. I've talked to a lot of my friends and they've said, dad, come, but like my life's kind of, kind of pretty good. Kind of, kind of like, well, good. what, what do you think about me then who lives <laughs> in these groups? You know? And it's like, that's this thing is like, you don't have to be down and out or broken or busted or on the mat um, to jump into one of these groups. It's so it's nice to see someone who's just, I'm using this as another opportunity to level up. Your level of introspection is really great. What maybe though has been one of the harder things for you personally, as you've joined a group like this, what has there been anything that's been a little bit uncomfortable or, or more challenging for you? Yeah, look, I, I think there's, um, that's definitely sort of topics that are probably to this date, I I'm not talking about. Right. So I think in the group, I think I'm warming up to that and it's been still a couple of months. Um, overall, I think, you know, I, firstly, you don't need to be broken um, to come in. I think I've always been someone who, has respected learning and, and being challenged on my way of thinking because, you know, I, 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 you know, it's one of the reasons I really like philosophy. I think it really um, challenges the way you think um, and, and gets critical around that because obviously we all have different mental models of the world and we all think differently. I think, um, yeah, there, there's the, one of the most challenging things has been, you know, probably around so far around some of the sort of relationship talks that we've had, you know, um, it's not that it, um, uh, there's anything broken necessarily in my relationship. I've got a great relationship with, with my wife, but I want to get it better. I want to improve it. I want to take it to the next level. I want it, it to be the best it can be. You know, how do I be the best father? Oh, sorry, best husband I can be. How can I be the best father I can be? Um, how, how can I be the best man I can be? Um, and I think to get that, I think you, you want to learn off people that are you know, trying and doing different things. And maybe, you know, it's not necessarily the right way to do anything, but you're sort of learning off other people, getting feedback, because everybody has, and you were talking about earlier in, this, in, in the call, and I think, Tom, you mentioned this, is there's, everyone's got their own lives, right? So I think when you try to have just one model to sort of fit He's a, he's a fitness regime and, you know, go do eight weeks of this and see if it, um, you know, that, that's going to help you do get your weight loss and get fixed. Um, you need that sort of tailoring. Everyone has different lives um, to be able to sort of talk about that in the group and um, talk about different topics, whether it's fitness or relationships with, with your loved ones. Um, it, it's, it's, it's very refreshing and, and hearing, I guess, everyone's lives and what they're going through, I think, helps you appreciate what you do have but also I think um you know what areas you can work on and improve because some of the guys I look up to in the group and go you know you're you're doing something I wish I was doing with my wife in terms of that relationship where you are um, or with my kids uh, and I'm getting ideas and always learning from the guys in the group mm. And I, I, and I think that's a cool point. You know, I think at the end of the day, it is like that with the groups that often it's like, oh, my life's a mess. Now I've got to do something about it. But we don't want our lives to become a mess before we do something about it. And I think that's the beauty of it is that when you do join a group like that or when you are part of a, a group like ours and having those conversations is that you get clear on things. You know, I mean, you mentioned in the call earlier today, actually, Mitesh, I think it was you. You said, you know, it's helped me to get clear on things. And, and I think getting clear on things is important. And I think you need other men to get clear on things. I think it's very difficult to do alone. I can read a lot of books. I can 
try to sit on my, on my own. And I think, and I always push that and I say, that's super important. Like I was talking yesterday about at the lake with my son and I just wrote down 20 or so questions that I want to ask myself to move myself forward. But when I'm living those out, it's so cool to come in the group and tell you guys about my experience so that then I can then get your reflections on what I'm doing as well and get more clarity from having other perspectives. And it's interesting, you know, leading this group along with Joshua, how much I learn like from you guys, even though I'm the one that, that was the founder of this. It's like every time someone says something or what they're working on, I was like, okay, man, that's something I got to work on. Oh, that's something. And it's, it's crazy. No matter what's like, some guys in our group have been going through some really hard stuff that they've overcome or that they went through. But even in those times when they talked about divorced marriage or kids, you know, I learned something from those moments. I still remember I was sitting in the same place and one guy told me something and I was like, jeepers, I need to, I need to keep that in mind. And I think that that's, that's what's been for me the greatest thing is just getting clear. And I think when you start with a foundational course with the core values and the vision and these kind of things, you kind of get that, just that chance to get clear on things. And, you know, we talk about it quite often is that, you know, you do live once and, and are you prepared, as we, Joshua said in the group that he asked everyone, the question is, are you, are you willing to live like this for the, for the next 20 years? You know, are you willing to waste this time? Are you willing to, you know, not appreciate these kind of things? Like, look, is my, I mean, you know, my son sitting there on the blanket with his mom having a little picnic in the back garden. You know, those are the things that it's, it's about. And, you know, you might think that you're successful because like we talked about it yesterday, right? You actually said that actually changing your job, if I understood you correctly, that actually looking more for more value and more purpose and reward in your um, work life might actually rob you of the rewards and things of home and and those are the kind of things we do in the group because a lot of the times like get after it make the money show up at your work do that thing and you know a lot of people bash the balance thing but here at the complete dad i think joshua and i talk about balance a lot and and i, I think it is a balancing thing it's not going to balance in equal amounts but it's definitely balancing that to go well look i'm not loving my job right now but what will actually happen i mean that's I, I bet you very few people think about that. Like, so what happens when I do step up my job? What happens if I do take on that new, that new position that I'm really excited about? What, if, what impact does that have on my present situation where I have the great relationship with my wife and I've got more time with my kids? And so that's the kind of thing that I don't think people even think about, like, oh, I want to join a men's group so that I get clarity. And I think that the interesting thing about you is that I met you and I was like, I almost asked, I was like, how come this guy's joining our group? He's really got it together. He's got the, the, the good relationship. He's got the kids. But I think that's what it's about. And someone, I, I, it's the same as me. It's like realizing I don't want to settle for second best in the only life that I have. I don't want to look back on 80 at 80 and look back. Oh, I could have been this, could have been that. I could have been the father that really stepped up, that left a legacy. You know, and instead of that, you know, by joining a group like this, I feel like we kind of encourage each other to do that. It's, it's incredible to not feel alone. That for me is the single biggest presence or the single biggest value of being in these groups is just not being the only one that is dealing with this. I remember like, you know, we've talked about my communication with my wife and, and look, uh, Kate and I are on point. We've got really good comms, but we all, we didn't always. And I can tell you there was a long time where it was like, I wish I could say this. I wish I could articulate how I'm feeling, but like, God, is that weak? Is that what's going to happen? Is she going to freak out and run away? And it was actually talking to other guys in groups 
who share their stories. And it was one of my mentors who was like, you know, this thing that you're doing, you know, this is, this is not good. You got to have this conversation and all these other guys are having this kind of conversation. So it was this sort of like, it's kind of, I hate to say it, but you know what? It always reminds me of, have you seen these penguins on on the documentaries where they're all standing on the edge Mm. and all the behind them, just like, here you go. And now look, I know the analogy sucks because they're pushing them in to see if there's a killer whale or something to eat them. But it's this idea of like (laughs) a group of guys have your back and they're like, you got this. Let's just go. And sometimes you need a little push to just go, you can do this. You know, you've, we're here like just today, right on the call, we've got a guy in our group who's got some tough, tough decisions to make in his life. And it was like, no matter what decision you make, we've got your back. We're going to push you so that you're doing what's in your best interest and, and your family's best interest. But we got your back. And I've had guys say that to me. No matter what you do, we've got your back. And like that, like I even feel it now. There's a physical reaction to that of just that sense of belonging um, that I think a lot of guys are missing. And you know, I'm interesting. Is this bleeding into your world, Mitesh? Like, so the work we do here, is it bleeding into re- your relationships with your mate? Is it bleeding into the way that you chat with your wife, with the way that you're showing up with your kids? Like, I, I, I'm hoping that this isn't just contained within the group. Um, yeah, look, I mean, uh, it's it's definitely having an impact and a positive impact on my life um, all around in terms of... I feel like, you know, self-discipline can, for me anyway, um, you know, there's a certain level of it, but it does slip away. And, and that's evident around my sort of nutrition and fitness. And, you know, I go well for a while and then I slip away and I, and I feel like I need that accountability. Um, you know, I think whether it's your career or personal life, I think more from a career perspective, you know, if you didn't have accountability to your bosses and the goals you need to hit every quarter or every um, week and whatever it is, if you didn't have those check-in meetings, then, you know, would you really achieve those goals? You probably wouldn't. Um, and, and and I think it's applying that sort of business mindset to my personal life, sort of going, I need that accountability. I need to check in with a team of people, like-minded people who are going through a similar thing, um, uh, which is, you know, fatherhood, being a dad, um, being the best man they want to be um, and can be, and, and, and trying to build great relationships with their loved ones, I think. You know, I need that accountability. So I think, you know, I do feel bad if it goes week to week and I'm, um, you know, I'm not living up to the things that I, I said I would or the things I created in my vision um, and my habit tracker. So I've just sort of refreshed that and made it digital so it reminds me every day um, about it rather than being on a piece of paper um, or, or stuck on my computer and, and, you know, creating these new habits, having the discipline um and and accountability and i think we can do more around that through the group and i think we spoke about it today as well i think you need accountability in your personal life um and i think um you if you're very good and you can do it yourself then great but i think if you're anything like me and i think most people they need some level of accountability I like that. I like that analogy of the business for sure. It's something that we should probably use, Joshua, because I think it's so true in our business lives at my school, like obviously head of school and my principal and these kind of people and the parents that I work for, you know, literally uh, with their kids and stuff. There's that accountability. I've got to get those reports done on that time. I've got to get those lessons in. I've got to, you know what I mean? I've got to take responsibility. However, in the most important area of our lives is our kids and our family. Do we have that same approach? 
even though it is so much more significant. So that's a great, I think it's an amazing way to look at it. And I suppose the complete dad is, can be that kind of thing in your life if you choose to make that. But that's the point is that some of the guys that have joined the group have really chosen to make that the way it is, to be accountable, to put Joshua and I in a position of accountability for them to be accountable and the other members of the group. And that's what I think when you sign up to a group like that, it's pointless if you're going to come and say, you know, well, okay, I'm part of this group, but... I'm not going to be accountable and not see it like that. The one thing I wanted to ask you just before you go is how much has the group been Im impactful in keeping your values and your vision in your mind? Because I think that that's the thing that happens to us a lot as men is that we get distracted by bright lights and other things and we keep on going. And then we make these commitments to being the best dad, to being the best husband. But if we have a group to be accountable, we can actually make sure that every week when we're coming on the call or engaging in mighty networks, that that becomes something that's conscious. Do you feel that mm. since you've joined the group, that your focus on those two things that are the most important that you've said in your core values, that your, your obviously your relation with your wife and your children, instead of just saying like many men say, Oh, my family, Oh, what's the most important thing in my life? Oh, my family is the most important thing in my life. Oh, so where are you putting most of your time? Oh shit. <laughs> uh, yeah. Where are you putting most of your time? Where are you putting most of your focus? But do you think mm. that that has actually really become in the last few months since you joined the group, do you think that that is way more in the front of your mind? Absolutely. I, I think if I didn't go through uh, the foundation builder course and focus on the vision, the values and do the work and create that framework to um, continue to improve the relationship with my wife and my, and my kids, I wouldn't have the habits that I have now that sort of align to those vision and values. So just simply things like, you know, for example, on my habit, I have spent five minutes of quality time together with my wife. And there's a study recently saying that we spend an average four minutes speaking to our loved ones the whole day, but we spend 27 minutes or something on average watching TV. So, and that was incredible. Um, so that was something I wanted to set. 30 minutes of intentional time with the kids a day. So giving them lots of time um, and having, you know, three um um, acts of kindness towards my wife through, through the day. So there's these little things, putting them in place, ticking them off that align to the values and what I'm trying to create in my life, in my personal life um, with my wife and my kids. I think if I didn't have that framework, if I didn't have um, the work that we've done today and continue to do and, and the guys in the group and obviously you guys checking in, you know, Tom giving me a call um, and because I've missed a couple of weeks because the, the kids sort of bedtime routine you know, it's, um, it shows you really care. You know, I think that each of us sort of reach out to each other, um, you know, just checking in how you are, how things are going. Uh, I think that makes a huge difference. Um, and I think sometimes guys don't have other guys calling them and sort of going, how are you? Are you okay? Um, how are things going? You know, just that call can make a big difference. And not just letting it lie like, are you okay? Yeah, no, I'm fine. At, at our group, we promise you, yeah. come and say, yeah, no, I'm good. It's not going to stop it. Yeah, no, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I, know we, we'll I, know we gotta, I know we got to wrap up here, but I, and, and I'll let Tom wrap it up because he's so silky smooth at that. But one of the things I wanted to highlight that you said, which I think is really, really important. I didn't want to let it hang was this. I mean, maybe for you, it's going to be a major overhaul, but for a lot of the guys in our group, this isn't like everything has to change overnight. It's just little adjustments. Like you're right. Like this doesn't have to be now I have to spend six hours a day completely engaged all the time with my, like, no, it's, it's 25 minutes of really quality time before dinner. It's these little micro adjustments that can have like compounding effects on your life. And that's, I think that was a really great point is it's just 
this is really about little tweaks. Um, some, like I said, sometimes you need a course correction, but uh, man, I really appreciate you taking the time out of your evening uh, for you there to, to come and chat with us. It's been, it means a lot to us. Pleasure. Pleasure, Joshua and Tom. I appreciate it. Cool, brother. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it, guys. If you want to come and be part of the Complete Dad Network, that's at the Complete Dad Network on Mighty Networks. You can check us out at an Instagram at the Complete Dad or Joshua Laycock on um, Instagram as well. We have a website that we're updating more regularly, and we will be hitting the foundation course again from September. So, looking at a new intake. Um, the core group of guys that we got at the moment are doing the work. It's been really amazing. Mitesh, I appreciate you being part of it for sure. And I uh, hope to see you again on the podcast. Everybody else, uh, have an awesome week. And you two guys, uh, check you later.